<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest unedited podcast in the history of unedited podcasts, the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates III, and today we went out and we got the extraordinary, the gorgeous Andrea Stakes. My friend, how are you doing today? I'm great. I love that you say we went out and we found her just we outside her walking. In, in February of 2020, in the midst of the great COVID disease coming to the United States, we found Andrea Stakes in San Antonio. Do you remember that? I do. I do. That's I was where we, little, we met. I was Andrea was nothing but a fledgling wholesaler at the time. You found your way, didn't you? I did. I did. That was good. That was good. You guys, I think I think um, meeting you there uh, was such a huge part of my life because the way that you guys just looked at me and you were like, you got this, you got this. And then who would have thought a couple months later you're calling me and you're like, yeah, do you want to come back to Texas? Right. So, so that was February 2020. We met at the Wholesale and Ground Zero event. Um, you were, you were trying to find your way, right? You were like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something. I'm supposed to be in this room. And, uh, I just, I fell in love with your personality. I was like that. I don't know what she's going to be great at. She's going to be great at something. So from there, cause I, I don't think I actually know how this took place. Where did you decide like, yeah, wholesaling, not my jam. But let's go do something else. So I called a seller named Nancy and she cursed me out and I cried and I said, I don't think I'm a closer and I don't ever want to do that again. Um, But I'm really good at this VA, this virtual assistant thing. So let's, let's do that. (laughs) So I, um, I honestly, I just, I realized, you know, um, you get inspired, you see, how can I, you know, get out of the nine to five, make a lot of money, you know, be able to create generational wealth, all the stuff that gets us motivated. And sometimes when you get there, you're like, hold on, is this even for me? And it wasn't. So, right. um, I, uh, had a moment where I was like, do I just give up? Um, or do I, you know, stop and think about what I'm actually good at, which was, you know, starting my virtual assistant company. So my first niche ever, my first baby was real estate uh, because obviously I had spent so many months trying to figure it out that I was able to realize like, what is the process that makes a wholesaler successful? Even though I couldn't take that second step and be a successful closer or, you know, the part after the marketing, um, I was able to first, you know, help me establish it in mine. I had plenty of leads. I just didn't want to close them. And then I realized how many other investors actually needed me um, to be able to help them. So it was a need in our our market, especially around that time um, when cold calling was like this all all time high, and the talent was really really low quality. So that's that's why I decided to start it. Um, I didn't wake up one day and say I was just going to be. You know. When was that? What was the actual timeline when you started Integria? Um, okay, so it kind of it was maybe November to, okay, February 2020 was when I quit my job. And I quit my job because I had helped two wholesalers hire their first VA. So I made, you know, for me in in service fees, I made like my whole entire like salary for the month. Right. And I said, well, let me go ahead and quit my job and let me go to 
Max Maxwell's, uh, what was it? Uh, wholesaling. Yeah. Elite. And then, uh, I went to ground zero. So I spent the money that I had made <laughs> that was supposed to last me the month. Wait, did you go to the, we live in Dallas? Yeah. No, 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 not Dallas, not Dallas, not Dallas, Georgia, Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I basically I spent my money there, but that was what it was. You know, it was uh, February, and I think that March, February and March was when those two events were happening. So literally, it was just then. So you know, during the events, I was like listening, but I was also kind of like trying to figure it out. Like, do I go the wholesaling route, and are these events going to inspire me? But little right. did I know, I walked away from those two events, and I had from me just like having clients just come to me by word of mouth with people who like, when I told them, Oh, well, yeah, I want to be a wholesaler, but I do this VA thing on the side. And I had like literally over like 30 people from both of those events say, I need you like next week. So can I get like VAs and on my way home, mind you, okay, now you're going to get the good stuff. So on my way home, cause I didn't have a place to live. I had like people cash shopping me like, Oh yeah. How much do you want? Okay. Here. And I was like, what? <laughs> like people, people want to pay for good talent. Like what? So I was, um, hotel hopping from, um, I went to, yeah, we live and I was hotel hopping from, uh, Atlanta backed up to Virginia. And obviously at the time I was like, Oh, well I'm going to stay in the $35 a night hotel. So I was at the motel six. Cause even though Andrea had, you know, Marriott Bonvoy money in her cash app, I went ahead and got bed bugs <laughs> at the motel six. <laughs> But I was itchy and I was so happy because I was over here doing what I love. I was over here like getting all this talent, me and my one VA that I started with, who's still with me to this day, we were over here trying to start this company. So we, I started it from scratch, but I, I was doing it completely virtual just a month after, not even a month, two weeks after I quit my job, I was just already virtual. So dude, I, I love that about you. Like every time I talk to you, your spirit. That's why when we were talking about what are we going to call this episode? And I was like, well, I want to I want to showcase that you are a female entrepreneur. And it, it, yeah, you own a virtual assistant business, but you're an entrepreneur. Like you're going to own multiple businesses. Um, but also about our saying is create your own reality. You are creating your own reality. Every time I talk to you, you're like, sold my house. Don't have one. I'm full on no man. Then you're like, I'm in the Philippines. I got a motorcycle. I lived in Texas for a couple of months. It's just like you, you are going to live life. Like I love that about you. And also, one of the reasons why you and I have always resonated is because of that spirit that you just had right there, where it was like two people paid you and you're like, or, or you helped two people and you're like, yeah, I'm quitting the job. That's that's who I am. That's who Cassie is, where we're like, okay, if we could do that while we were working a job, what could we do if we didn't have the job? And I love that about your spirit. So when did, cause I think it was later that year when you really started saying, okay, like Integria is a thing, right? But this is right in the middle of COVID. I mean, were you worried about like, holy cow, like I decided to do something when the world's ending, you know, was that yeah. something you were worried about? You know, you see all of the posts and there might even be 
some now or in the future where it's all those scare things. So I started seeing everyone like, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. But honestly, for me, I was already on this high of like, wow, I'm not clocking in the Best Buy and, you know, bagging stuff. Right. Um, so I was on that high. So I, I was able to kind of oversee all of that negative stuff that I think can definitely impact us. But on the VA side, you have to think about it. All these businesses are shutting down. Like I actually found like this passion and this like just it, it really sparked something in me to be able to hear the stories of the virtual assistants because we hear, oh, yeah, my VA or I got I got like 25 VAs and I got this VAs. I have a virtual assistant. But no, I had Mary Jane. I had Alexis. I had John Smith, like all these VAs that were saying Andrea or they call me Endang. They said Endang. I literally lost my job and I was going to have to move back in with my parents, but I get to keep my house now. Or, hey, hey, I know that you gave me a job, but I actually have two cousins that lost their job. There's so much job loss in the Philippines with not as much support as we get here in the States. You know, what did we get? What did everyone get that like the free money or whatever? They don't get that in the Philippines. Like it's good luck. Hopefully you got a farm or something, but it's and so to help these people get their jobs was huge for me. Um, And then also around that time. A lot of investors at that time, you know, it, it impacted a lot of people in the real estate market. So obviously more leads, more motivated sellers, people we needed to help. So it was literally for me, a lot of businesses in the pandemic suffered. Mine flourished because I was helping bridge the gap between two people who needed me. And like just the um, the way that felt was amazing. And that's really what pushed me and things took off. But that is the the entrepreneur spirit right there. What is an entrepreneur? An entrepreneur is someone that solves people's problems by creating a business. And and you went out there and you, like you just said, I've got clients over here and staff. They both have a problem. I can offer a solution. And I think that's why it took off the way that it did. Because when we reached out to you about a uh, giving us virtual assistance and being a part of the crucible was early 2021, which yeah. is right when we started the crucible. I think you came to the, either the second or the third ever crucible. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was the second one. I think we second had one, one. And, then, and then the second one you came to and you spoke about virtual assistance. And then from there, it was like, I remember talking to you before and I'm like, well, I can't have you come speak if I've never had a, one of your VAs. So I, I need one. And then it was like, okay, I need two, I need three, and I need more. You know, I kind of spiraled out of control from there. Um, <laughs> what I was blown away with was the organization that your business has. So talk about how that came about because you don't see that with young entrepreneurs and you don't see that with a young company. And your company was pretty young at the time. How did that organization with everything that you had with the setup, the onboarding, the the sales process, everything was very organized and well done up? Yeah. So I, um, and I appreciate you recognizing that, um, you know, I didn't just buy a business in a box. So what I had to do was two things. Number one, I had to say, well, what the heck am I going to do? what resources I had. I didn't graduate college. Um, I didn't have, you know, I didn't go to business school. I, I barely, you know, watched or read business books. I actually just read my first like, you know, business book like this year. So, um, and now I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in, I should have read books earlier, but where would I get that info? 
from my last jobs, right? So I was in dental school um, and I was working in a dental office. So I said, what did I learn from there? Number one, being empathetic. As you know, you hear like, hey, as a wholesaler or, you know, a real estate investor, you have to show empathy to these sellers. But what about like who's showing empathy to the investors? Like y'all, y'all are struggling too. You know, I started realizing, wow, like I have an investor who's like hands all over the place, you know, and I had to learn and, and use my empathy that I learned from patient care, right, in the dental office to say, hey, like, I understand. Let's identify the problem. Let's identify where you have to get work done. Let's go ahead and make an action plan. I used to be at the front desk of the office. I would write up a treatment plan. What is your course of action? What fits your budget? And then I would also make sure that whoever was going to take care of that patient, whoever on my team would take care of the wholesaler and get them their VA, their team member would be guided along the way would make sure that we they understand who they are. So I learned about disc personality types from the dental office. So I would literally tell my people like and the, their VA like, hey, you have a D type personality. If I was going to give you an RJ Bates, like your VA is going to be able to handle an RJ Bates. So that right. was one area. I took it from the dental office. And of course, I did sales, phone sales and Best Buy. I learned selling. But ultimately, when I gathered information I had, that was the first thing. Second thing is that I actually sat in every single role in my company for at least a month minimum. So when I first started, I was the recruiter. So I came in, I was on every single interview. Listen, we've done close to 2,000. We've hired close to 2,000 people as of today. And we've helped over 1,000 investors and just entrepreneurs in every other industry. But I was doing the first hundreds. Those I I put in work. Those numbers I don't I can't just say that and say oh I had a sales team do that. No, I put in work to those numbers, and I was the frontline salesperson trying to understand what do you need, doing discovery calls. Then I would find the perfect match. And who did I have along the way? I had a team, and as I made more money, I was able to hire more people, give more jobs. I said, "You're sitting with me for a month. Watch." Right. And then after that, I let I started delegating. So. From sales to then hiring, putting them together, I'd match them with the client. I'd help train that VA. I was over here, you know, teaching people how to cold call. I said, I'm not going to cold call. Y'all can. And this is how you do it right. And so from there, I was able to delegate and then hire a team of over 50 people. And then I was able to step away from the business. And that's how things became organized because I took processes that worked in my old jobs. I didn't take the things I didn't like and I did it all myself. And then I delegated. Were you ever nervous about hiring people, staff, that was not a VA that was going to be a revenue generating employee? Were you nervous about like, okay, you're going to be my assistant. You're going to be my bookkeeper. Were you nervous about hiring that? Because I know that that is something that the majority of newer entrepreneurs kind of struggle with early on. Right. Because it's like, you know, who's going to run the operation and there's not a direct profit in that. Um, I just got excited. I'm going to be honest with you. I just got excited. I hired everybody. I was like, oh, you got a cousin. I like them. Come on. This is my lesson. So if you're the nice entrepreneur that just wants to give, I was the opposite. I wasn't nervous. I was a little too excited. You can be nervous. There's a balance between the two. You have to make sure is it a logical hire. And then also you have to have like that intuition is like, is this a good hire? Right. Um, And so, you know, for me, I actually overhired at first. I just hired, I had the right amount of people at first, but then I I had just doubled in and I did make the mistake that a lot of people are nervous to make overhire. And then I had to hire an accounting team. And that was when they said, Hey, um, 
something's not, you know, the profit and the right. loss situation. I said, how do you even spell P and L? And like, <laughs> you know, when they, when they finally got in there, I, I had, I had my first entrepreneur moment, you know, like this is the real deal. And I, um, I, I figured out how to be able to balance that, but I will say even to this day, like as I'm expanding my departments and we're helping people that are not even just in real estate, like I'm hiring for all different niches now, I'm, I'm over here at a place like, okay, let me make sure I'm not, is it logical? Does it fit? Do I have the right person in the, in the right seat or the wrong person in the right seat? So it's just, you, you will have that, but you just have to be able to say, um, number one, take a step back. And say, yeah, I'm nervous. Identify why, and then really make sure that you're making the right decision. You have the facts there, um, so I would say I was. But I got you. Mm-hmm. So I want to know where this idea came from because most virtual assistant uh, services out there is like, hey, I'm a wholesaler. I need a VA to cold call, and they're like, excellent for seven dollars an hour. Here's Anna. And that's the entire process. And it's like, you now have an account manager who essentially is the person that you bitch to when your cold caller is not doing anything. Outside of that, they don't do anything. Yep. You know, and then it's kind of like damage control. You know, they're like, oh, we're so sorry, Mr. Bates. We will take care of that for you. That's pretty much it. When I went to Integria, what really stood out to me is you're like, okay, let's sit down. What does Titanium Investments need? What do they want in their cold caller? What is your script? And I was like, fuck scripts. Uh, I, you know, here's what I need. I need to know, you know, do they want to sell? What's the price? What's the occupancy? What's the condition? And you're like, what else? And I'm like, that's it. You're like, got it. Cool. Then you went out and you sourced the VA, which I love that because most people don't say that. They they give this uh, Im- Im- impression that they just have Anna just sitting over here going, I can't wait to be purchased. It's like, oh, you have to go source the VA. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. I appreciate you saying that. And then you're like, and then we're going to train them. We're going to train them as an Integria VA. And then we're going to train them as a titanium investments cold caller. And then it's like, all you need to do is have a 30 minute onboarding where you get introduce yourself to them. And then it's off to the races. And Oh, by the way, they're managed to make sure like, where did you come up with this brilliance? I don't know. I think, um, I think it stems from the fact that I cashed out my 401k when I was 22, uh, right before I met you. And all of it, which was like $770, I, but I, I like to say, when you say I cashed out my 401k and invested in my company, like, I got you. Yeah. Sounds great. But it was a lot for me, okay? I got you. I, all of my money, I went and I bought Anna, the VA, from a different company. And it was it was like literally like, here you go. And I got her and Anna was actually, her name was Rosemary. Um, and Rose, she's still with me. You know Rose. And yeah. with Rose, she she came and Rosemary was a VA who was making literally not even like a 16th of what she makes now. Um, and so she was demotivated because of pay. Her pay was so low, lower than what the average rate in the Philippines is. She didn't know what, what 
to do. She was just given a script. And when she was handed to me, I couldn't get in touch with support. I kept emailing them. Hey, what's going on? Like, how do I even pay them? I didn't know how to pay her. I didn't, I got a, I got a, you know, a literally an Excel sheet that had step one, do this step two, like do this. And third was like, just good luck and best of luck and thanks. And then the support email didn't have a .com on it. And I was like, what? Like, did I just spend like all this money on this? So I had that experience. And I said, how can I make this process exactly what Andrea needed at 22? So that process, even though it was wholesaling and real estate focused, it's a, it's the same process that we use across the whole entire company for anything that we do. You know, I realized that Rosemary, I got lucky. Um, she's a great girl, but we actually didn't, we weren't really, I didn't think we were the best fit at first. Um, and what I realized, cause she was in the wrong role, but we, we kind of clashed. Like we, right. we weren't the right fit. We had to adjust to each other, but now she's my girl. Um, but I said, what if I had someone immediately that was right for me? That's when I started saying, I need to hire exclusively for people. I do not have a pool of VAs. Granted, I have talent because we have literally over, we have between 900 and 1,000 applicants every single month for the company. So I have talent who want to be here, but I don't just hire a bunch and let them sit because I care about them. And I hire based off of what people need. So that was because I knew that if I had someone that was my right fit, that was perfect for my market, my circumstances, your script, you were straight to the point and you just, you had literally like three questions and you said, this is all I want. I don't want to do scripts. And I was like, okay, RJ, let's do it. And so. But but the reason why Andrea is because on a real estate side of things, we had hired so many VAs where it was like, we, we sat down and we took the script and we perfected it. And then it was like, we became disgruntled with the VAs and the VA service over the course of time because it was like, We're not getting leads. We're not getting deals. Why are we doing this? And I will also say, there is a culture that comes from Integria where we have never felt a connection with our VAs in the past. But we literally, like, love our team. Like, so much so we're right in the middle of me doing the 50 deals, 50 states, 50 days for the second time. I literally asked my VAs the other day, who wants to come on the live? Who wants to come on the live with me? And I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link just like you were doing right here on StreamYard. And you can talk to the world about being a, a cold caller for Titanium Investments and what that feels like from their perspective and what it means to be a part of Titanium, but also to be a part of Integrity, because it's a really unique situation um, because it is like they're a subcontractor, but they are part of our family. Some of our cold callers have been with us uh, since that first crucible that you came with back 2021. So we're done about two plus years now. Yep. Um, and and that says something because I don't think we had a call a VA in the past that had lasted longer than a couple of months. Right. And right. and that says something right there. You manage the VAs. Talk tell tell the, the listeners right now, what does that mean? Because some people say they manage it, but you guys actually manage them. Exactly. Because when you talked about it, you said, Hey, you know, you have Anna sitting there. And they had hundreds of Annas waiting, right? 
And that's a lot of the way, um, that's the process a lot of people have, that they just have a bunch of staff and then they have a bunch of managers overseeing and then they just plug people where it fits. So since we do custom hiring, right, I'm hiring an individual for the client. So what happens is we have, you know, leadership that is assigned to a very small pod of VAs and they're going to be a direct go-to person for, you know, any clients. So they're the client success team. They're essentially getting any concerns, any, you know, hey, I want to give them a bonus. They're, they are the direct funnel for anything that is VA involved. And then that is going to be, you know, communicated to the team. So when we manage, you would think, oh, you know, you just have a middleman. But little do you know, if you came in and you gave me one concern or if you gave me four different concerns, I have multiple departments within my team that actually support this VA. So when a VA comes into Integria, they're not just a name and number that's picking up the phone and getting a check. They're actually a part of the community. They have support when it comes down to comp and benefits. They have uh, healthcare. They have HR. Like literally if any of my employees said or my contractors said, it feels like it's an employee, right? right? It doesn't feel like I'm just hiring people off Fiverr because I've set it up this way. But it's created so much um, stability to be able to have like some of those things. Like they have an HR person they can go to because why do VAs only last so long? Because they don't have the proper management and support. Not not the when you hear management, it's not, oh, you have someone that's a hawk over them. They just need support. Management is supporting right. VA. Of course, we have people, you know, that are, you know, making sure they're not Netflixing at work or shopping on Amazon or whatever, because I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we when they're held accountable and they're also supported, they show up 10 times better for you. And when my VA show up and they're continuing improving themselves, they improve my client's business. When my client's business improves, they come back and say, I need more people to add to this culture. So by managing VAs, we're doing so much more than just listening to calls, making sure they're good, making sure they clock in. We are supporting the VAs because the VAs are, you know, they are what makes Integria. I have a system and a process, but it's my people that pushes us forward and in turn brings people back around. So, yeah. Well, I think it starts with the the leadership that you provide, though. I mean, yeah. uh, to, to be honest with you, um, I am. I am very impressed by the leadership that you provide to your entire company, to, to your team. Um, I, I envy it sometimes from the, the ability that you have to, because you and I, we have pre in depth conversations about business just in general, not necessarily like, Hey, this is how Sheena is performing. We don't really talk on that level. Um, I'm happy with my VAs. I'm happy with the performance. I know what I'm getting from integrity. So we're well past that. Um, that's on us to manage, Hey, the list that they're calling and, and how they're talking to sellers and stuff. So we're past that point. But you and I talk on a different level. It's just entrepreneurs and friends, to be honest. Um, I I'm always blown away because you're always striving to grow. You're always coming up with, with new ways to run your business and, and make changes. Um, even prior to us recording this, you're like, hey, we've got big changes that we're making right now. Um, where does that come from? Because is it because you're just like, hey, I, I want to grow this uh, to, to levels that I can't even imagine? Or why are you always wanting to make those changes to grow integrity? Um, 
I, I think it's, you know, it goes into like that creating my own reality. Right. Um, right. I think that for a long time, um, when I had the nine to five, it's like, you know, I felt so stuck and I felt trapped in this box. And even I'll be honest with you, like wholesaling, the real estate niche, it's my strong, it's one of my strongest niches. I'm always going to do it, but I felt stuck there. And, um, it's this idea that like, I wake up and, you know, I want, I always want to do more and I always want to explore what's next. Like, you know, like you said, like for me, I'm like, let me go buy a motorcycle. What would it be like to go move to the Philippines right. and live there for a year? You know, it's like, I, I have these things in my personal life, but in business too, it's like, you know, I just hired a, uh, a virtual assistant for myself to tutor me and actually teach me Tagalog, which is the language, you know, on my mom's side of the family. And I'm like, hold on, like, who else needs this? Who else can I help? So as I've been actually, you know, continuing to like flow and, and, uh, you know, go out into the world in a business perspective and in a personal perspective, I keep finding these opportunities. And I, um, I, I, I've eliminated myself from whenever I feel like I'm getting stuck into the same routine. I realize I thrive best and I'm able to serve best when I look for who else needs help because it always comes back around. Uh, I love that. And <laughs> It, it, it cracks me up because it, every time I talk to you, you're like, this is a new direction that we're heading. This is something new that we're adding to our our offering, our services. Um, and, and sometimes there's a part of me as like, I, I want to be like, okay, don't, don't go too far because I, I don't want you to mess yourself up, you know. But the other part of me is like, you're what, 25 years old? Yeah. I mean, it's like, nah, you're going to be fine. Go fuck some shit up, you know? I know, I know. And do it, you know? And and I love that. Um, so what, what does Andrea want to be in 10 years from now? 10 years do, from do now? You even know? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it's solid, but the last thought I had was I definitely want to have, you know, multiple businesses that are helping other businesses that are right. just flowing. I have, you know, multiple skyscrapers in the Philippines and every major city and who knows, maybe even other countries um, with just full of VAs having a great time um, with lots of coffee and free donuts and all of the <laughs> like I have, I had a dream about this. So you, you know, and then and then I want to be on an island, maybe with like six kids. I don't know, maybe eight. We'll see. But you know, ten years. Ten years. You gave me ten years. Uh, maybe. You got some work you got to do. You know, you got to you got to grow them inside hey, of you, right? Did you, did you say you know I'm a hustler? I'm. A, I'm just going to delegate it. I'm going to delegate that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just see myself in ten years. Um, you know, I always am going to be an entrepreneur. But I definitely know that, um, you know, as a female, um, I think that one thing that I was in for a long time was I had to keep, I tried to keep up with the boys, right? Yeah. The, the men in our industry. And, you know, I see them, they're like, I grind every day for my kids and my wife. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I, I'm still a kid and I could <laughs> be a wife. So, you know, it's like, I, I tried to keep up with that. And I, I got burnt out multiple times. And I've had times where I got into my slumps and I said, you know what? I'm going to work really hard right now and I'm going to give really, really talented people great opportunities to grow with me so that eventually, you know, I can maybe take some time to, you know, live in a reality that I want to. And I think in 10 years from now, 
I want to have thriving businesses and be able to come back in and be the visionary more so than me. You know, I'm still right. coming in and being an integrator right now. And um, I probably will be for, for quite some time, but I want to be full visionary mode where I can wake up one day and, you know, have my kids playing on our private island and just, you know, use my my pager phone and take the cord and say, hey, guys, um, let's start this business. You guys know what to do. Great. We have processes. Awesome. Like, that's what I want to do. I so, got you. So that's I want to ask you, uh, yeah. <laughs> I ask you a question about being a female entrepreneur because I know, I know from Cassie's perspective because I've been there since day one and, and I've asked her about different questions, but she had me as a partner, right? What does it feel like? Because uh, you talk about trying to keep up with the, the men in the industry. Is that really like a, a thought that you have? Like, do you, as, as, a, as a woman, do you really think about being a woman business owner on a regular basis? Um, to be quite honest with you, I don't really wake up and then, you know, think of, think of that. Um, I don't even think, you know, when I say like I was trying to keep up with the men in the industry is cause like, that's just who I was around right. as being a girl. I grew up with boys. I'm like, you know, the only girl amongst the boys in the family. Um, I never really, you know, differentiated, you know, this female male situation, but I guess if I had to say anything, um, I started to, you know, become, you become who you're surrounded with. So I'm with a bunch of, you know, really, really badass, strong, male CEOs. I had very few, you know, women. I was blessed to be able to have like people like Cassie and, you know, my girls, but you know, they're strong too. And right. I think I, I started the thing I realized for me is, you know, and this is just funny because it's our relationship, you know, you know, we have, we're like yin and yang, but I didn't realize there's something beautiful about, you know, our friendship and what we've been able to do as a, in partnership and business is that, you know, I don't have to match RJ's energy and, right. and as a female, I don't have to be like that. So when I do have moments where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm a female, I need to catch up or I, I need to do this or whatever. I, as a young female, you have, you know, those insecurities. But what I realize is like my own power comes from what I was, you know, born with as a female. Like I'm, I have empathy. I'm able to nurture. I'm able to, you know, as I, I think it's just in my Filipino blood, I'm able to give world-class customer service. I'm able to show up in these ways. I'm not the hard RJ closer who has like 15 belts and a crown behind him. Um, I don't have those things. And that's not, that's not what fires me up. I know when you get on those 50, you know, uh, yeah. the, the challenge and you're showing up every day and you're closing these calls, that's nothing for you. Um, I would be sweating. I would, I would need like, <laughs> like 20 water breaks in the day. But for me, I get to show up and solve problems like, hey, I have this issue. I have this. I can, I'm a master problem solver. I get to show up and I get to inspire people and I'm able to, you know, help people, you know, heal so that they can show up in the way they need to. And I found out being a female in, in our, as an entrepreneur in any industry, everyone is different, female, male. There's different types of females or different types of males. We're all different kinds of entrepreneurs. You have to find out who are you and be okay with being different and then dig into your superpower. And that's, what's going to, you'll know when you're doing the right thing, when you wake up every single day excited and you wake up every day happy because you're doing what you want to do, not just what's going to bring you money. And then when you go to bed at night, cause you're so exhausted, not because you burnt yourself out, but you're so tired because you accomplished so much. Yep. So like, that's, that's what I, I hope I, I hope I got there. No, listen, I, what I love about you is, is there's times where you would, you 
flew here on your own dime to come to multiple crucibles. But when you came here, you were unapologetically yourself every single time. And I just had this thought. I think part of the reason why I, I just instantly was like, man, that one right there, she's she's special. You remind me of my mom. Oh. <laughs> like, seriously, my mom and you have very similar personalities where it's like you show up, you, you show up when you show up, whatever time that's going to be. You're like, y'all are eating fajitas, I'm, I'm eating sushi, okay? Um, I got <laughs> off. You get off stage. You're like, I'm gonna go like dance in the Fort Worth Water Gardens, and we're like, all right. I mean, that's just Andrea. That's that's who you are, you know. And and I think that has made people fall in love with you. Like, want to be a part of your team. Want to work with you. It's the the brand that you have built, and I love that. That is the brand that you've built. And it wasn't that you were like, see me, woman entrepreneur. This is the brand I built. See me, Filipino business owner. You know, it was like, you're just like, that's who I am. But that's not the brand. The brand is is me and me going out and enjoying life. And like, I, you never don't smile. I mean, <laughs> you, you always smile. So it's like, damn. From a brand building perspective, people should take note of that and and like really embrace like who you are because that's how what people resonate. Not not little adjectives of who you are, female, Filipino. Those things at the end of the day don't really matter. It's more about who is Andrea Stakes and why should I want to work with him. So on that note. Uh, I do have a couple, one, one final question for you. Okay. And then we're, we're going to wrap up because I've said a lot of reasons why I want to know from you, why should people work with integrity? The biggest reason why is because you're going to experience something that you haven't experienced before. Um, you're going to be able to have not just a service that you add to your bookkeeping accounts every month, you're right. going to have a partner. So you're going to have somebody that's going to care. You're going to meet my team, my absolutely amazing team that is a reflection of me. And they're going to be able to show up and give you the support that you need, no matter whatever you need to delegate. You know, if you're in real estate and your other industries, if you need to hire a team member to help you, you need a team member to help you, not just someone that's going to come in and punch in a clock. And you're going to get an experience that you've never experienced before because you can go all day on Fiverr. You can go on the internet. You can type in Facebook. I need a VA and get 50 of them in your inbox, yep. but you're not going to experience the experience that you'll get with us because you won't be alone. So. Absolutely. And the day that we're recording this, we have so far done 20 days of the 50 day challenge. Uh, 18 contracts have been sent out that directly came from VAs through Integria. Um, if you're interested in working with Integria, in the show notes down below, there's a little link that will have my very angry face on it uh, that you can click on. And if you hire a VA 
through Integra using that link, I want you to know it will buy me one Prime Energy drink. That's that's what I get paid for the affiliate. So I'm not doing this because you get paid some monster amount for selling VAs, okay? I'm not an affiliate whore over here. I just like telling people about good services that I use. So click the link, get you a VA uh, if you're looking to cold call or like Andrea said, if you have other needs in your business, we've used them for social media marketing. We've used them for accounting. We've used them for all kinds of different things. So check that out. Also, uh, a couple of little housekeeping notes that I really don't do a good enough job of. So I'm going to try to be better. Okay. You ready, Andrea? I'm going to try to be better here. Okay. So be my support system. All right. I got you. One. Uh, I need you guys to come check out the 50-day challenge, okay? Uh, we're live eight hours a day, okay? Through 20 days, we've sent out 74 contracts. I don't know anybody else has done that, all right? I, I just don't. I, I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to have record months uh, here at Titanium Investments, and we're doing it all live for you to see. So you literally know, hey, Sheena just got me a lead in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm now going to call and then I close it and you see. So maybe if you're someone that struggles with closing like Andrea did, but you really want to do wholesaling, just come watch me and just replicate it because really I don't do a whole lot. Okay. Last thing before we get out of here, because Andrea's got to go, you know, do something fun. Pretty sure she's going to go get like a manicure, pedicure, and eat sushi or something for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or one of those goofy sites, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go leave us a review, okay, and give us five stars. That's it, five stars, okay? That's all I accept. And to the little shithead that left me a one-star review last month, uh, <laughs> Go fuck yourself and listen to another podcast, okay? But to everyone else that's left us a five-star review since 2017, thank you, okay? If you don't want to leave us a five-star review, go to Bigger Pockets or Real Estate Disruptors or one of those podcasts and tell them how much I suck by leaving them a one-star review, okay? We're trying to do something over here, and some people like us. Andrea, <laughs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> this is a great podcast. This is so much fun. If I could leave myself a five-star review, I would, but apparently I, I can't do that. I'm going to do it. I'll do it for you. You'll do it for me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, get, right. I'll get the VAs to do it. I'll delegate it. <laughs> yeah, all of the VAs that integrate need it. I just need to boom up in the Philippines. All right. That's all we got for you today. Hope you enjoyed it. This was uh, the Titanium Vault Podcast. I've never done this outro before. This is cool. Uh, I'm RJ Bates III. That's Andrea State. She's a female entrepreneur, and she's creating her own reality. See you later, guys. <laughs>